I had no reason to beat him. Like, I shouldn't have won that match. And I walked off the mat, and I'm just like, like, thank you. Like, God, my dad, like, he was there. I know it. Like, I have no doubt in my mind. Welcome to the Big Fish Cares Podcast. And here's your host, Benny Fisher. This Big Fish Cares Podcast is super special for a couple different reasons. First of all... We got all Americans in the room. We got a national champion in the room. I have my brother-in-law in the room. Like this is like the first podcast I think I've ever done with a family member because most of my family's like scared to like come on, right? Like, and even your family's probably scared to come on. So, like, you know, we got the outgoing ones ready to go. That's right. So, I'm joined by Mickey Philippi and Nino Bonacorsi. They recently have just done some amazing things with their wrestling careers at Pitt. I'm going to kind of go over some of their accolades. They got so many of the list. I'm just going to do the big ones. Mickey is a two-time ACC champion, NCAA All-American, qualifi- NCAA qualifier for four years, Pitt Male Athlete of the Year. Nino, uh, very similar, three-time All-ACC Academic Team, three-time ACC champion, 2023 ACC Wrestling Scholar Athlete of the Year, All-American, and just recently crowned the 2023 NCAA Championship in the, what, 197 weight class. Yep. Yep. You guys, you're, one, you're 133. like one, 133, so yeah. there's a little size difference. Yeah, yeah I still beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to do, because this is really exciting, and you're from Bethel Park, from Bethel right? Park. So let's talk yeah. about that. So you yeah. live in Bethel Park. We're shooting live today in Bethel Park. That's where the Big Fish Contracting Studios are, Big Fish Cares Podcast. So Nino's a Bethel Park guy. Mickey grew up in Derry, Latrobe area, Pennsylvania, right? A lot of rich sports history out here in Western PA. Let's go with let's go with Nino's your background your story kind of growing up as a kid and how you got into wrestling. Yeah, so I got into wrestling very young, uh, almost so young that I don't really remember a time where I wasn't wrestling. Um, but you know, my dad kind of got my, my my family wrestled like a little bit, but my dad got my brother into it, and obviously my brother's six years older than me, so wherever he was going, I was following in a baby stroller or whatever. So. Um, it was just like it kind of consumed our life and like our whole life growing up was based around wrestling and how we can get better going to practices tournaments on the weekends and stuff and um, my brother eventually would go on to go to pit um, and then just go into those matches and everything the pit matches and being close to home like I'm a homebody yeah so uh, yeah so I just basically you know followed in his steps and went to pit as well and uh, yeah I loved it it was it was a second home for me but it's like it's also on the other hand, it really wasn't like I was going to pit. Like I, I've been at pit like my whole life, so it didn't feel like it was like a big step in my like, like oh now I'm all the way to Pittsburgh. It's like I've been going down like, the matches. Yeah, since it was, was just like a, yeah. it's like almost like going to high school. Right? Yeah. It's just like oh this is just what I do next. Yeah, this is. But like you didn't really I have am, a choice, yeah. right? Sort of. Yeah, you don't really. I mean, know. I know you had a choice probably because <laughs> I'm sure. You had, but you probably had a lot of colleges recruiting you. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like you yeah. grew up in Bethel, your brother went to Pitt. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I just always, like assumed that you were going to Pitt, right? I, I think a lot of people assumed I was going to Pitt, and like I knew I was kind of basically going to Didn't pit. So, yeah. So my dad also, well, my dad was at 
Clarion for a little bit, and then he transferred to Pitt and wrestled there for you a little bit. You just made it act like your yeah. dad, though, wasn't really that big <laughs> into wrestling. Well, like, no, really, he like, was. He was, like, yeah. if he wrestled in college. I guess you're right, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. like, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. But you just grew up with it. It was, like, it's, like, in the blood. It. It's in the blood, yeah. What, uh, so did you play any other sports? Yeah, so I grew up, I played, I played a lot of sports, because as a kid, I was, like, I was pretty crazy as a kid. I was kind of bad. Too. What does that mean? Like, what was the worst thing you ever did as a kid? I, I had to go. <laughs> I this, had, this is the Be Authentic podcast. Yeah, sure. Just get it out now. So I had to go to um this, um like, almost like a Judy, like a Juvie, like, trial thing, because I got in, like, a fight with this kid yeah. growing up. And, Did you win? Like, uh, of course. Of course. Yeah, All right. Threw the win. kid through a trophy. Yeah, yeah, this kid, it was like, I threw this, it was a mess. How old were you? I was probably in, like, fourth fifth grade okay yeah. like nine or so ten i had to like old. speak in front of like our bethel magistrate and they're like you can't do that it wasn't like, arnoni okay. back then yeah, probably, right? i think it was was it arnoni, it was, was, arnoni he, was he that then. yeah, yeah well, i guess you're yeah was, i keep forgetting you guys are so young yeah i love judge arnoni yeah, i gotta get so, him in here i'm actually friends just, with him. Yeah. we golf together we hang out together so yeah <laughs> so um so yeah i was bad and i would get reprimanded by my teachers a lot I was, yeah i was pretty bad like i wasn't bad like i'm like Breaking stuff and stealing things, just like I was more of like a knucklehead, and I would like, gotcha. I was like a meathead, so yeah, like a typical like, jock. You could say that, yeah. yeah. All right, but um, but like so, rest. So I was like had a lot of energy as a kid, obviously, and um, so I played like football, baseball, soccer a little bit. Then I kind of transitioned from like just wrestling and football, and I loved football, but it was up until like seventh grade that I was like, I kind of gotta feel like I want to pick like an individual sport, like yeah. I gotta like kind of. I knew I was always going to wrestle, but I, I did like football, so it was kind of hard to just like. You like the team aspect yeah, of kind of playing on the fun. field yeah, with more people, right? Because wrestling is really so individual. I mean, itself, I know yeah. you have a team, you got some yeah. boys that are doing it, but yeah. it's like one on one all well, the time. Well, it's, it's nice to like be have, have like a game and it's not all like on you. Yeah, Whereas wrestling, not, it's like if you're on, you're on, but if you're off yeah. a little bit, it's, like, it's all you. They say the Kentucky Derby, which just happens like the fastest two minutes in sports. I feel like I've been to your guys' wrestling matches, <laughs> and it's like. It's like shoot, you could like go to a concession stand, come back and it'd be over. It's long. Right? Yeah, so like yeah, three, yeah. four minutes, five minutes, oh, yeah, six yeah, minutes, yeah, it's right. gone, right? Like, right. So it was. So I love football, but then I decided I'm like, you know, I'm just. I think I'm just gonna wrestle, and it was kind of like a not a big decision, but that summer I ended up winning uh, middle school super thirty two, which was like this like national tournament in middle school. Okay. So I was like, I think I made a good choice, and uh, yeah. So it was just um, it was just a lot, a lot of practices, a lot of traveling. Um, like my dad took me a lot of places growing up and I, I I owe him everything because he, he sacrificed a lot of his time. I mean he's a landscaper, so he works every day, long hours and you know, and um so for him to t- spend all his money and all his time traveling with me, mm-hmm. it just kinda makes all those like those moments growing up, like all those, you know, times we went to practice and everything, it kinda made it all worth it in the end to kinda like finally get that goal we've been always wanting, you know. Yeah. So it's like uh, that's what makes it like really special to me because of the growing up I had, you know, we always wrestled. So it was like, we really did almost like put all our eggs in like a basket. Like, yeah, we want to be the best. You went all in. So yeah, we committed. You made a commitment. There's a lot of kids right now, even adults that don't commit and they always wonder why they don't get the results. Right. So, I mean, I, I sat, it it was, it feels good because growing up in high school and just, I, I sacrificed a lot of like, you know, I, I wasn't very, like, one to go out and be, like, super social. I wouldn't go to, like, a lot of parties. I wouldn't do sleepovers. Well, you can't drink or eat because you, you got to make weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sacrifice food. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, it was just No like, pizza parties yeah, for you. Yeah, exactly. And people would, they'd be like, and parents would, like, get, like, they're like, why? Can't let them come over and eat a pizza. I'm like, I'm going to make weight tomorrow. So, it was, like, it was just, at the time, you don't know because yeah. it's, like, it's, it's. 
it's fun. It's like this is like what I do. But looking back, I'm like, dang, that was kind of tough. But you know, it was all. I loved it. So what I didn't was know what was the biggest thing that you remember? Like, what was the hardest thing or the biggest piece of adversity that you and your family had to go through? Like coming up through the ranks and like that you remember? Yeah. Well, I think two that come to mind. I'll give you like an older one and one more right. recently. So the older one, we would go to um, Pitbull. There was this club. Me, me, and Mickey yeah. would go to. It was coached by Sonny Abe. He was a he uh, the <laughs> national champ. He was a Japan Olympian. He helped yeah. coach our head coach now, Keith Gavin. So he was my coach growing up. But uh, he would have these practices that were just, like, very brutal. They were just hard, and, and he would have these, like, four-day-long camps, and it was just, like, nonstop wrestling. So those those were, like, things I was, like, if you can get through that, you could be, like, okay. Because they were, like, I mean, they Mickey could attest. They like, were they were very difficult. Like, five two-a-days in one day, like, like for, like, you sort know, of. Like, you, to football you practice hear about, or something? Yeah, you hear about, like, two days in football, like, multiply that by, like, yeah. ten. Because yeah, he, he just, yeah, he would, like, he'd, like, abuse us. I mean, yeah. not, like, a, not in a way, like, it made us better. But, like, he would, like, for instance, we'd, like, run uh, this sprint thing. And he'd be, like, ah, oh. He'd look at his wrist, which he didn't even, like, have a watch. Yeah. And he'd be, like, ah. Oh. You're, like, point one off. Yeah. And then we'd he'd be, like, like, you have oh. to get under 11. And he'd be, like, oh, 11.1. You're, like, you're not even wearing a watch. 20 you know? minutes later, you're, like, dude, like, I'm drenched with sweat. Yeah. I'm dead. And it didn't help that, like, the, it wasn't even, like, the practice was hard. But your partners, at the time, they were, it was, like, one Vincenzo of the best Vincenzo Joseph's. Yeah. Like, Yanni, Doc Mahals would yeah, come. Yanni, the yeah. four-time would come, like to these summer camps yeah. and I mean, Mickey, it was just like these, these guys that were there were just made it so brutal. Um, so I, I guess it wouldn't be like if it, it was like an adversity thing. Well, what it, about, yeah. So like, right. You, you obviously muscled through everything. Yeah, You're right. a national champion. Yeah. What about like the family dynamic though? And like, you know, were you always able to go to all these camps? Were you always able to do everything? Did your dad ever have to tell you, hey, man, like, we ain't got enough, like, we, we can't do it, right? No, or did yeah. he just figure it, or did he always figure it out? Like, was there ever, was there a fighting back behind the scenes? No, or? he, um, if any, if anyone was fighting not to go, it was probably me a little bit. My, <laughs> You're like, I don't want no more pain. I'm, like, I'm a little sick today. I don't know. I think being sick a couple times when I get out of it. But, um, you know, I, fortunately enough, some, sometimes it would get a little expensive and, yeah. and um, the travel was a lot, but. Um, fortunately at Pitbull, we, we had a lot of people there who, who supported us and, and Sonny would often sometimes like, we just want you to come, you know? So we all, we wouldn't have to pay, um, that much. So they figured, they figured it out, out, right? Yeah. We figured it out. Um, so as far as adversity, just kind of getting through just those tough times, it's just yeah. like going to practice consistently every day. But yeah. looking back, that was like a building block for me. It was like, I, I learned how to work hard and I, I learned like how to, get through these practice day after day. Like it was just like kind of molded me into like my work ethic and how I wrestle today. And, um, a more recent one, the adversity I probably faced the most was last year mm -hmm. in nationals. Um, because I was coming off a high of making the national finals. I lost, but it was also like, I, I made the finals. I was like happy. I finally cracked through, um, made, made a U 23 world team. So I was like feeling good. Then the next year I, I got bumped off the podium. So I didn't place, um, and it was tough because it's tough in general because that's your whole goal for the year to switch the place. But after coming off of like you you expect yourself to do so good and you don't do it, you, it's like it's very kind of devastating. So it was hard, and that whole this whole summer was very like difficult. Not really for my family. It wasn't like a like a butting heads thing. It was just like a figuring out like what to do next. Like how can we 
Was it like unspoken? Sort like, of. Until yeah. like everyone's kind of inquiring, like, oh, where's yeah. your head at? Well, like, you're kind of like know. in your own head a little bit. Yeah, because they know how much it means. Like, I mean, it's yeah, but like, everybody's afraid to talk to you well, about it because nobody wants to make you feel right. worse. Well, I talked about you put your marbles on. So I'm at like you put everything into this. Yeah, and it doesn't happen. So you're like. What do we do? But you still had you another know, year to go. Like, another right? year. You, you, right. You, you guys have been wrestling, like, I feel like. Right. How many years in college were you? Like, I was six. <laughs> not as long <laughs> as this guy. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be four year program, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, like, somehow figured it yeah. out. Yeah. Like, Does that mean me, Tommy Boy? It's like, not everyone goes to school for seven yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, but yeah. But so not, not to so keep rambling. But well, yeah. okay. No, you're doing great. How, how, so how did you get through last summer? Like, what, um, what did you decide? Like, what in your mindset like all right what, yeah. what do you have to do different right to get to the podium well for one uh god hell i i really found like my faith like not i was always religious and, and spiritual and but i this year was really like a time where i felt like he almost like pulled me out of like a dark time in my life not dark in in other instances dark in, in the aspect of like your sport and it's your it's your lifelong goal um and 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 really just kind of that in my mindset of like how I viewed wrestling, right? Mm. So my whole life I viewed wrestling as like, you have to win, you have to achieve this. It was all accolade-based, right? Because obviously you want to win everything you do. Um, but it took me, you know, some high wins and some low losses to find like, you know, I, I like this sport because of like everything else. I like the training. Mm. I like what be, goes being, in. Right. I like being with my best friends when I do this stuff. I like going to the tournament, feeling like that jitter, wrestling someone who who also wants to take it from you. Yeah. So it's just like, I just learned to just love like that, everything about the sport. The and process. I just, and I valued it. And it, in, a, in a way, I stopped, not that I ever feared losing, but I stopped caring about like losing, you know, and I stopped caring about winning. I was more caring about like what I can do, like how I'm going to give all I have on the mat. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm proud of. I'm proud of, everything I put into the sport. I'm proud of how I competed. I'm not proud. I'm not worried well, about Well, the wins and the win losses it. are just a result that, of like, right. you, yeah. And it's like, you, that stuff's like out of your control, right? It's like, in, it's in God's hands. Like, no, regardless of how hard I work, how, the outcome's kind of already set. How old are you? 24. 24 years old, he already, has, he already has this instilled in him. So, like, most <laughs> people that go their whole life and they don't even understand anything what you're talking about right, right now. Yeah. So, I, so, you have that right now, 24 years old to yeah. where, because we talk about it in business a lot. Yeah. Of, like, it's not how many sales you have. It's about the work that you do, the training, the education, the constant at-bats. Right. Yeah. To, like, input, then the, the right. result will come, right? Well, right. Like, so, yeah. I, I always say, you know, when, when everything's, uh, I mean, wrestling, I mean, I might compete a little bit here and there, but... When I'm 20 years and I look back on my career, I'm gonna be, I'm obviously gonna be proud of the stuff I've done and the accomplishments I had, but I'm, I could have very well went to this tournament and lost. Yeah. Know? But, but I'd be at peace with that because I could look back on my career and say I'm happy and I'm at peace because I gave, I know I gave everything I had, my work ethic, I did the right things. When you look back, that's what you're gonna be most proudest of, I, I think. And I think that mindset and just that spiritual faith I had and it just like propelled me to wrestle great and you know have success and and um yeah but along that it just helped my life like you said i think it's something that you could apply to your life which is 
what I'm very grateful well, for. Well, you're going to put that kind of work ethic and that to kind of process, no right. matter what you do, whether right. you, you know, I know you may have dreams to like be a wrestling coach. Yeah, right. But let's just say you get into the business world. Or let's right. just say, hey, maybe, maybe you help your dad with landscaping business. Right. Whatever it is, you're just going to go in and every single day, right. give it your best, right? right. And then right. know that, hey, the results are going to come yeah. one way or the other. Right. Those are just to kind of like, you know, that's, that's the output. The yeah. input's what matters most. Right. Exactly. And then when you talked about the God thing, I think that's really cool to talk about because a lot of people don't don't acknowledge that. And you mentioned religion, but then you also kind of said like you got closer to God this year. So I feel like what's the difference between being religious and then also then having a relationship? Because it sounds like you found the relationship this past year. And I want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I think when you're religious and I don't want to speak for it because everyone's talk for yourself. Everyone's talking for yourself. Yeah, Yeah. I I feel like religion sometimes is, is people say they are um, religious and follow God, right? But I, I think sometimes we we don't always, like, apply that. You say that, but sometimes your actions don't really show it, and it's like you have, like, a one-way relationship mm-hmm. with God almost. Like, you're like, I pray for this. I want this. Thank, like, it's, it's very yeah, – it's, it's like, like it's, one way. Well, it's like me when I watch golf. Oh, yeah, I like watching golf. Oh, yeah, I'm a golfer. Right. But I'm not Tiger Woods. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not putting the work in well, every yeah, day yeah. to form that, right. that type of thing. It's the same thing yeah. with wrestling, right? You have to you have to work at a relationship. I feel like right. not work, but, like, you have to kind of consistently put in, like, that acknowledgement, right? right. Like, exactly. And, like, well, be what... top of mind, right? It's not just a thing that we do on Sunday, right? right. Or yeah. Saturday. Or it's yeah. not like, oh, I have a Bible that just sits over here, right? right? Like exactly. It's, it's like putting it's putting the time in with right. it, right? So it's like it's very, like, almost you're, you're – it feels one way sometimes you're doing things because you think it's the right thing to do. But I, yeah. I I felt like I gained my relationship because I learned that everything I have is because of him. And it's mm. more like all what I'm set out to do is share his love. Like it, it's more like so when I win, when I win nationals, I uh, it's because of him. It's not yeah. like, hey, thank like this is all me. Like I did this. You're giving glory to him. And um, I just found like the, the, these all these times in my life where – you know, really, he he gave me this. I should be, you know, he he allowed me to feel this so I can do something else. Mm-hmm. He he took me down these roads. He made me meet all these people. It's all glory to him, right? Yeah. And I it, it's I almost feel like it, it's so grateful because I did feel like with that different perspective and the stuff I was doing, he was like, eh, "This is like a story I told my my family, and it's 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 hard to explain, but it's almost like it, it's I'm actually giving a testimony." Um, at this church in Swickley about like kind of my whole story. Um, so you can go there if one a little more in depth there, but, <laughs> but he, I just felt like he kind of was working through me. I felt like he had a plan for me this whole time since I was little, like these ups and downs, this plan for me to get to this point where I have this platform now and yeah. I can share what he did. Like, I feel like his plan was to like, you know, I'm, he's helping me along the way, but he's also given me the platform to speak of like what he's done for me and how I can like attribute like, my success is to him. So like in a lot of like this year, like when I would, obviously you're happy and I would like, you know, do this, but I would like, it's not me. It's, it's him. So that, that was kind of my relationship. Like I grew with him. It was very, instead of it being like one way, like doing what I think's right. It's more like, you know, I'm doing what he wants me to do. I'm following his plan. I That's win. so good that you've been able to find that at such a young age, man. Cause yeah. like, 
and you don't even know my whole story and you, we can talk later about that but like you know now i have this platform right mm, and right. i love to share stories right. like that you probably didn't even know that <laughs> and now you got to share your story exactly. on this platform yeah. and it's just going to keep building right i love that you're going to yeah. meet more and more people that you know we're on our own journeys right and like sometimes then when two people connect right and new relationships form yeah and then stuff People happens. Say, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. When did you meet yeah. this knucklehead over here? <laughs> oh, I, oh, man. I met Mickey. So, because oh. <laughs> like, you guys yeah. met. And the only reason exactly. I know you really, well, it's kind of two part. I really know you because of him. Right. But then also, like, your family lives in Bethel. I think your brother brought a roof off of us one yeah. time. But I didn't really know who you were until yeah. I started going to wrestling right, matches. Right, right. So it's just like weird how, like, the connections funny. happen. God has a funny way well, of doing it's like, things. Yeah. Like, you meet, then I meet you, then I have this platform, then we yeah. share. It's just fun. It's just yeah. If you think about it, it it's crazy. It's, it's just, and I'm going to speak at VCon next, next week with Gary yeah. V and like, awesome. you know, like, yeah. yeah. And there's like all kinds of, yeah. it's just like, it just yeah, keeps man. happening. So know. how did you guys meet? When yeah. did you guys first meet? We, Nino and I go really far back. Like I'm talking like just learning. How old? Uh, I don't how, know. When did you guys Slated first meet? For in like yeah. second grade, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. that like you be. saw him, but when did you guys actually start to be like, when did you guys uh, well, we like talk? We became better friends in college, but we would go to Pitbull together. So mm -hmm. like we'd wrestle at practice. How old were um, you guys? Uh, the whole way. Probably you gotta remember, that. a lot of my listeners don't know what Pitbull is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitbull so is a wrestling club, which is in the area. But Nino also, we wrestled at tournaments, like local tournaments. And Nino always tells this funny story. I always looked at him and was like, this dude's a beast. Like, uh, I would step out. I'm like, oh, I, mean, I know he's I'm always, about. He's always bigger. He's probably always been bigger than you. No, actually, no, I was enough. bigger than him. Well, he was bigger I, have a than I feel like you've been you. the size your whole life. Uh, I, I was bigger than him at one point. But we were the same size. And we wrestled. And... I remember I, I Nino beat me every time when we were little. He really did. But uh, we wrestled at a tournament. He actually has a funny story because yeah. I didn't know who he was. I was very ignorant to who people were at tournaments. <laughs> I just went out and wrestled. But go ahead. So, he, so like, we were at this uh, Kiski area wrestling tournament. It was, like, a youth tournament. We were probably, like, seven, eight. Yeah, we were yeah, young. seven, yeah. eight years old. And, um, we so you, go, so, you go to these tournaments, and you don't know who's in your bracket. Usually, it's, like, local, whippy old Pittsburgh guys, but you never know. Um, so we go, and then they post the brackets on the wall before the tournament starts. And you walk and, up to the wall, yeah. and you're like, oh, crap, yeah. I have so-and-so. Whoever on my side. John, yeah. Joe, or John, yeah. Yeah, John just, Smith. Just Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> random names. Right. Yeah. Another little knucklehead yeah. kid, right. or a punk kid with a little headset on. Yeah, like, yeah. you have yeah. no idea. So <laughs> I had, He's got cauliflower, you're like, oh, I'm scared. Man, he's, he's already, got, yeah. the, he's already yeah. got the cauliflower here. Right? Right? He used to be like, if someone had like a... Well, if they had knee pads, you're like, if you had ringworm, if you had ringworm, you know, he's practicing yeah. way too much. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I had this buddy who was also in our weight, but like I saw him at tournaments, you know, so I kind of like got to know him a little bit. So I got, go up and I had my first match. I'm like, George Phillippe. Um, and he's like, do you know who that is? I'm like, no. He's they like, put your real name down all the time? Back then. Back yeah, then. Yeah. Now right. never. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, so we turn her, I turn her, he's like, he points him out and there's Mickey. With uh, like different colored shoes, uh, long like wavy hair, and uh, Mickey's like warming up, you know. And uh, this kid, this kid goes, he goes, "You got Mickey Philby." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's a man." I'm like, "Oh, seven eight, you know, seven eight. He's, like, he's like a man." And I'm like, "Oh man, I got a tough match for me." It's uh, within we just like yeah, came from the sticks, man. You're from Bethel Park, dude. He's like he's out in the country. He's like, man. He's he's like pulling tractors. That's yeah. right. I had a tractor attached. Yeah. He was walking it down the. <laughs> so that's how I. So that was first the first thing. Him. So yeah. let's talk about your journey, man. Yeah. What was because I mean you grew up yeah. in a whole different place. You even about an hour east, yeah. you know. It's Tell us about though, your journey. We, we did see each other a lot, although we were far. But you had different stories. though. you have a different background. 
Yeah, I know yeah. a lot about your background, but I exactly. want you to tell it. Yeah. So, so um, my wrestling story is a little different. My family didn't grow up in it. It wasn't like a bloodline thing, you know. Like Nino's family goes way back. My I was the first. So I remember asking my dad to wrestle. My dad's like, How old? Ah, uh, probably like seven. I don't know, maybe younger. Uh, like he, like similar to him, where it's like I don't really ever remember not wrestling. But why and, did you want to wrestle? Was there some other kid that I was thought, wrestling? That you I wanted honestly to be like just the- wanted to like beat people up. You know? uh, okay. <laughs> like I'm like the kid. I was also very energetic, and I'm like, yeah, I want to beat people up. You know, and then my sister Brittany too. You're yeah. yeah, she she would be like she thought it was like cool and like you know if she thinks it's cool. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she's what like five years older, three yeah. years older, four years older than you. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. Uh, she was a senior and I was eighth grade. It's like five years. Yeah, older. yeah. Okay. But I was like, so that's cool. So she thinks it's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> you know. So and my like my brothers too. Like they were like, yeah, you should do it. So I'm like, I'll do it. You know. And I and I went and you know the rest is history. My dad went from like wanting me to play basketball. Like he'd take me to the basketball court right beside our house all the time, make me shoot, and I'm like. I just don't have it. <laughs> Your dad didn't know anything <laughs> about yeah, wrestling, right? Yeah, like, he he never, was, yeah, he was pretty good at basketball, though. Like, he would, he'd be, like, telling me about it. It's, like, airtime, like, jumping yeah, up Yeah, but air, he didn't play college wrestling like, no, like no. his dad, right? So, yeah. like, what was life like when yeah. you were 7, 8, 9, yeah. 10, 11, 12? So, he pushed me, you know. He took me to these practices and immediately fell in love with it. I started going to clubs. Um, Western PA is insane about wrestling. Like, if you aren't doing extra practices, you aren't keeping up. And I'm talking, like multiple workouts a day usually so but my dad got a little crazy with it pushed me he's like you know taking me to uh, i said this in my speech at our senior thing he'd take me to keystone which was a park near our uh, state park and there's a little beach area and he's like you're gonna run in the sand and i'd just run in the sand you know fast feet like karate kid yeah, style stuff, like mr miyagi stuff. and he's like thinking this is like you know this is gonna definitely make him the best <laughs> like, you know and i'm like running in the sand people are looking at me i'm like this is embarrassing but you know it like really did teach me some things because like I would do those hard things and be embarrassed about it. But then, you know, like fast forward, right? I'm not the best wrestler. I was good at, at a young age, but I wasn't the best. Like Nino was really good. Nino didn't put the fact out there. He won states when he was in youth. He, did. <laughs> he was a state champ. Like he was a beast. <laughs> and I was okay. I was good, but it was, I was like not to the level I was. And then, you know, fast forward, eighth grade my dad passes away which you knew that um he knows that but it's like from there it was like now it's on me and i was but i was pushed from my dad from a young age but not in a, a bad way i think people take that term pushing yeah well like talk negative. describe that like describe what that yeah. was like because the people at home because yeah, like no, you know everyone's a got a different definition talk more, about some of the different things yeah. that you guys did you and your dad yeah, did it was like you didn't have that much time with your dad no, i didn't i didn't i and it was a relationship thing you know like it for us like it was like going to practice was like our thing right like driving like he said driving to practice with your dad it's like you and your dad in the car and those conversations you have and like i would he would drive me like we didn't have a lot like we right. really didn't talk like, about we, that a little we bit we couldn't afford because i know that story yeah like we really couldn't afford to go to these practices there was really no way like my dad was going to there was a wrestling club all american which was closer to me closer than pitbull i started going to pitbull a little bit later but uh and my dad would like work for coach waller who that's an old name for anyone watching like they'll mm-hmm. know who he is but uh he would like work for him so that I could go to practice. You know, he would go there, split firewood, like do all these things to make sure I could go to practice. And like, he'd be like scrounging together the money to make sure I could go to practice. And it was like, you know, all jokes aside, like to get real deep, like there was like a time where like the heat would turn off in the house, but like my dad would make sure 
I could go to practice, which is insane. And I don't know, maybe you got to get your priorities straight <laughs> sometimes. But, but you know, I it, mean, it really look where you're at, man. Exactly. It, it instilled some things in me, you know, like he taught me that, like, like I said, it was like the hard things that you have to do in order to be successful that we talked about. Like you have to be so focused and be able to do the things that no one else wants to do in order to be that person. And like, I wasn't there and it took a very long time, but like he always like, like would say to me you know like you're gonna be there like he's he was so confident in yeah. the fact that i would be there and i'm like i was confident but like wrestling is such a hard sport yeah like, it's not like like i was good at football i was good at baseball um i was always like you know backyard football king like i, I never wanted to lose you know <laughs> yeah i played a couple turkey bowls with you <laughs> exactly yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. i'm not i like i, I didn't you're like a lose. deer man because you exactly. can just run out there and get ahead of everybody. <laughs> exactly you know and it's like those i picked up easy in wrestling i, I did pick it up but it's so individualized and everyone in PA wants to be good. And everyone in PA, like if you weren't winning two, three state titles, like you weren't good. Like it, it was legit that yeah. bad. Like my wife to this day will be recruiting someone to pit and she's just so ignorant to it. <laughs> and I'll be like, he's a state champ. And she'll be like, how many times? And I'm like, he's yeah. a state champ. Yeah. Like he won it. Like not everyone goes to high school and wins three state titles. Yeah. yeah but when you live in Ohio and Pennsylvania, you like, like, that's all that matters. Exactly. Like yeah. I feel like wrestling's almost bigger than football, which is like really hard mm -hmm. to like, cause most people don't follow wrestling. Mm -hmm. So like they don't understand it, but yeah. like, I had a bunch of friends in Ohio that were wrestlers and it was yeah. like big mm. and football was big and football. And I came to Pittsburgh and I'm like, wow, football's big, but wrestling's big too. Like, it's yeah. like they both have so much pressure, Yeah, but I want to, like, I want to go back to this, this childhood thing, because I know that you went through some stuff, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. know, yeah. well, okay. give me like a story that you have that like has not, maybe nothing to do with wrestling. Mm -hmm. That kind of shows the kind of like just grit and determination that like, you've come from. Yeah. So, Okay, so there's, I mean, there's a, so many stories. Give me, give right? me one that you're so willing to share dad, that's, like, okay. really tough. So I'm going to get, I'll give you, it's a little bit of a longer story. That's so, all right, we got some. So in eighth grade, that was when my dad passed away. Mm -hmm. So that winter, I said about the heat getting turned off. We were in our house, and I remember the furnace went off. And I woke up at night, and I was cold. Like, I was, like, you know, pulling blankets over me. And I walked downstairs. My dad's in the basement, like, scrounging around, like, trying to get this thing to kick on. You know, like, beating the crap out of the furnace. <laughs> like, funny story. Like, like it's, like, funny to look back at. But he's, like, like why is this thing not turned on? What he's like to me is, like, uh, I'm going to have to take you to your mom's night. Which, like, I love my mom now. But then it was, like, I did not want to go to my mom's. Like, that was yeah. the last place I wanted to go. Yeah. It was, like, you have to go to your mom's night. It's going to be cold. Like, and you have a tournament tomorrow. So, like, you have to stay there at night. I'm like, okay. So, I go there. I spend the night, right? And uh, a day turns into, like, a month, right? Because the furnace is not on. <laughs> like, in, it's like, like the middle of winter. Yeah, and my dad's, like, you know, trying to get his stuff together, trying to get it sorted out. And it was not – it just never really happened. Well, my mom's house was nicer, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was because – a little bit just of a different thing going on there. But uh, it was a little bit nicer, and I was there, but I hated her husband. Like, yeah. hated him. Absolutely hated him. He was not the best person. But uh, but the house was nice, and, you know, like, I got a lot of new things. and like You got, like, stuff. It, it was, like, you like, got cool, material right? things. So, like, a week turns into a month, and, uh, and a month turns into another month. And then, like, it's spring, and... I'm working really hard. My dad still took me to my practices and stuff. He'd pick me up and take me, just drop me off, you know. And uh, 
Yeah, it's like a couple months go by and then right before like right after season I took fourth in the state that year, which was good. Like it's good. But uh <laughs> not according not according to your wife. Yeah, not was, according it, to Marissa. It wasn't. Like I was devastated though, because I like Nino said, you pour your whole life into this thing. And yeah. like whenever you say put all your like eggs in one basket, like I did everything I could to win. And like I was running to the gym to work out. Like I was running I would run from my mom's house to my brother's gym at the time, which was like a couple miles to get a workout in. And then I'd run home, you know, because like I didn't have, I didn't have someone to take me. And then. And you probably didn't like being at your mom's that much. You probably just wanted to keep working out. And you just wanted to keep working out. If I get into a fight with my stepdad, I'd go for a run and like just clear my head and it turned into like five miles. You know, like I just (laughs) like, I'm like five miles in and I'm just like trying to clear my head because I just like, I, I needed it, you know, and it was therapy. But, uh. So anyways, eighth grade, like uh, the end of eighth grade, it's like summer. I go to Virginia Beach. I have a really good tournament. Actually, we win the whole thing. Nino and I were on the same team, <laughs> which is a crazy national tournament. Like you win Virginia Beach as a team. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so we win the whole thing. I come home and not even kidding you, like maybe less than a week later, like I'm wrestling at practice with the guy who really took a special interest in me, Brad Trump. He was my private coach. The dude literally took me everywhere uh, for nothing, literally for nothing. Uh, he just took an interest in me. I think he saw what was going on, you know, and he's like, I want to, this dude has some potential and I want to make sure he gets there. So uh, I'm at practice with him and he gets a phone call from my brother and he's like, he's like, hey, take me off speaker. And I'm like, and it was cool. Like I, I just was like, that's normal. Him and my brother talk all the time. Well, then he takes me off speaker. He runs me over to my brother's house, and um, I get a shower, and... Oh, shit. Sorry, yeah, man. No, no, it's good. It's good. Sorry. But, uh... But, but, yeah. No, I actually want to talk about this. So, good. But my sister comes in, Brittany. Uh, she's... <laughs> Give me a second. But she's just uh, distraught. Courtney comes in distraught. And I'm like... (laughs) Immediately, I'm like, you know, I thought, honestly, because my mom was in a worse, like, place kind of with, like, her situation. Um, I didn't know, like, what my dad was doing. Um, But, you know, he... I find out my sister Brittany walked in and found him. And he was you know, unresponsive. So I'm like, dang, like, I don't know what to do. Uh, kind of lost my stuff. I didn't know how to react. Um, next couple of days, I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I turned this into wrestling, you know, like that's all, that's like everything to me. Um, so I literally spent like, I can't even explain to you how much time just like running, lifting. Uh, if I had a bad day, I would like just go to the wrestling room and do stands in motion, which Nino knows about stands in motion. It's like a hard thing you do um, for people that don't know wrestling, but uh, I'd go and just do it and I'd listen to songs and just drain myself. Um, but uh, next thing you know, like I'm jumping levels. Like, like he says about the God thing, like, if God wasn't real, like, I don't know where I'd be. Cause like, I would have made some really different decisions. I feel like, um, but my dad was a very faithful man. 
he didn't have his stuff together, but like he made sure we. None of us do, yeah. man. None of us yeah, do. Yeah, and that's the you thing. Know, like, like, we're all, we're yeah. all, we're all, we all have that hole. Exactly. Right? And everyone struggles. Everyone has. There's someone has a worse story than me out there. That's the thing. Like it's like, in my high school, like my high school, I wouldn't take back for anything. So it was amazing. Like I literally had the best friends, and I lived a great life. And I was fortunate enough to win three state titles in high school. Like long story short, I go on to be a freshman. I'm at the tournament. I'm not supposed to do this. Like I, I took third at regionals the week before. Like I wasn't supposed to win the tournament. And I remember being out there. I'm wrestling the kid who is ranked number one in the state. But I am, like, the kind of person who will not look at a bracket. So I had no clue who he was. Uh, this dude ends up being a couple-time All-American. But I beat him. And I had no reason to beat him. Like, I shouldn't have won that match. And I walked off the mat. And I'm just like, like, thank you. Like, God, my dad. Like, he was there. I know it. Like, I have no doubt in my mind. Um, but, uh you know, and then from there forward, it was like wrestling is everything and I'm going to put everything I have into this and it's going to make me a successful person and I'm not going to do like my kids won't see what I saw and my nieces and nephews will definitely like I will give them everything I have to make sure that they're successful, you know, um, but uh, then, you know, I get to college and I meet this guy who. I am so fortunate to have because I went to UVA first and it was a different scenario where the team wasn't as into it. Um, nothing against them. Like UVA was, it's an awesome place. Uh, and I think they've turned, they've there. It's different there now, but like they weren't as into it. And I got homesick. Cause like, I got a question before we get into college. Yeah. All right. So thanks for sharing that, man. Dude, like, I, know. I know. And I, I hate crying. No, like, I'm listen, like, crying's good I don't for the soul. Seem like, no, it's good for the soul. I know, but I just... Like, Mickey, everyone, it's good for the soul. Everyone has a, everyone has a story. No, though, listen, right? it's okay. And That's your story. True. They, they can come on here and talk about their story if they want. That's your story. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. It's good. Um, It's good for the soul. Listen, I try to cry once a day. I try to laugh a bunch, and I try to love a bunch. Yeah. Jimmy Valvano. If you ever watch that speech, the SB speech, uh, yeah, I've go, go Google Jimmy Valvano, man. He's a good Italian guy. But anyway, so your dad's dead. You, you have this Brad Strom. I've heard a little bit about Brad. And I know a little bit about what sports is like. You know, you got all these guys, all these other dads, right? You know, we hear about Nino's story, his dad and his brother, and, like, all these guys are around. Who are some of the people that, like – kind of filled that spot in of dad yeah, to you like 100 i had who so were some many, of those people throughout had, high school out in dairy and like i Trump? had so many people that really came like stepped up you know my uh so brad I, I i should talk touch on him a lot only because like i still to this day like if i need something like he's the one i call like if i'm having a hard day and i need someone to talk to he is the one i call he just like he'll drop everything to like come to me and do whatever i need and like not many people are like that, you know, especially without like expecting anything, you know, yeah. which is the craziest thing about it is like what he did for me without expecting anything in return. It's like that man is like an angel sent from heaven. Like, so uh, I have to like seriously, like really, really like, ex like just like, you know, uh, emphasize how much he's done. But uh, then you have like all my club coaches um, and these guys who picked up the slack where I rode to practice with. Um, like, my friends would go to practice, I was hopping in with them. And if I couldn't get a ride with them, I was hopping in a guy from the next town. And, like, they're going out of their way to make sure I get there. And uh, my mom, like, she had some troubles, but, like, I feel like it was a wake-up call for her. Mm. Like, my dad passing, and she, you know, started to see life differently. 
Like, it was, like, she went from, like, you know, kind of always just, like, letting someone tell her what to do and, like, just abuse her, you know, in a lot of different ways and to being, like, hey, you know, like, I want to, like, be there for She's got to step up because yeah. now nobody else is there to step like, up for you, like, as far of, as a parent goes, yeah, right? Yeah, to the point that it's a fault. Like, you know, like, my mom, like, would drain her bank account before. Yeah, she's but, like, a sweetheart. She, she doesn't realize, like, like she, like, doesn't understand, like, financial, like, you know, like, being financially smart. Instead, she's, yeah. like, she's, like, buying me, like, like, hey, my, my washer's going out in the house. My mom's, like... Without me even saying, like, she's, like, delivering a washer in my house. And I'm like, Mom, you can't afford to be doing this. Yeah. Like, and I, like, call her, and I'm like, thank you, but, like, you can't afford this. Like, I can, and I will make it happen, but you can't. So you were you able to go, like, to, was there any, like, things that you weren't able to go to, or did people yeah. always step well, up? Well, that's what like, I was going to say. So my sister, Brittany, took me, so she took me to club practice. She took me to... Uh, the whole way to Carnegie. That's like whenever I really started going to Pitbull. I went to Pitbull like as in, in middle school because Jimmy Goldbon, my school had a wrestling tradition, four time state champion. Like his dad was like, hey, hop in with us. And I went with him. Uh, which also, freshman year, his dad would pick me up before school and uh, work out with me. So he stepped up. But uh, my sister would take me to practices. She went out of her way like um, at the time to do whatever she could for us as a family. And then you had my sister Courtney, even like a senior in high school, like she at the time, which can you imagine like losing your dad before you graduate? Like, nah. especially like, like it was so she really like, she was just always very supportive of me. And like, you know, like she was about me being like the popular kid, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like she's a senior, I'm a freshman. She's like, you know, this is what you got. She's do. like your promoter. Yeah. You know, she's like right? trying to get you promoted yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. You got your style. Exactly. Right? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. My sister's both like I, you know, but, uh, and then and you then, met Marissa. And then and I, and I, Marissa has been, this is Marissa's like his wife. He's yeah. already married. He's already has a house. This is yes. all before he graduated. Crazy, well, I guess you graduated story. college probably a couple of times. I don't yeah. even know how that works. But couple degrees but marissa and i we've been together since eighth grade so she was with me through it all um she i remember that night like she still tells people the night i texted her and i was like hey uh it's gonna be hard for me to talk i mean, no i said it's gonna be hard for me to like answer you for the next couple of days my dad just passed away and she's just like oh my gosh like she was one of the first people obviously i texted i mean i'm an eighth grader so you text you know that goes um i well, don't know an eighth grader i didn't have text <laughs> well that was like you know communication i got gotcha. you then uh, she was with me basically the whole way through. You know, we had our ups and downs, maybe me being a little bit of an idiot in high school. But, like, we have, like, she's been there. She has been consistent. She has supported me. Like, I go back for an extra year of college, and she's like, do it. She's like, I, I want to win a national title. She wants me to win it more. You know, like, uh, but then, so there's her, and then my brothers. Like, so my brother, Sean, he owned a gym. I said that. Yeah. I would go there a you lot. You could probably train there all the time, all I bet, time. right? Yeah, like, I was in there. I would run from my mom's house to his gym. And he probably beat out. up on you a little bit, too, right? I would assume, <laughs> he, like, he had to be, obviously, he's like, he he's tried. like, he's 11 years older than he, you. I mean, so, tried, like, you know? but just even to have to wrestle yeah. with older guys, right? Like, that has to make he you tougher, right? With, yeah, there's this guy, Maddie Patterson. Uh, Brittany probably told you about him. Maddie, he did jujitsu, and I'd wrestle with Maddie and do jujitsu with Maddie and Dustin. There should be a, Nina, don't you think we should like somehow like do like a, almost like a like a documentary like to like, so recreate like a movie oh, of like how you came crazy. up through the ranks? Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Um, I'm like doing jujitsu with like 30 year old men as like an eighth grader you know? <laughs> trying to triangle choke him, you know. Like, and I'm just like I can't like I'm not tapping, you know. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know 
I had all of them. But you were able and to go to all, my, were yeah. you able to go to all the camps? And yeah, like, and like that's what I was gonna say. So then my and same thing with my brother Daniel. Like he stepped up. Like I can remember in college, even like my freshman year. Like I just wanted to come home. I needed like mentally for someone to pick me up. You just want a hug. I was like, please, someone like bring me home because I was far away. And like I had this rough childhood, so like I have a very close connection to my family. So it was hard for me. And like I remember, like he Daniel at the time, like he was in a tough spot with everything, and he drove down and like picked me up and brought me back. Like and like. I don't know, like, it's just, like, he's been there for me if I need someone to talk to. And then, but like I said, my brother Sean had this gym, and the gym was awesome. And I went there and worked out, and Brad trained me in there. And, like, it was great, you know? It was really, really beneficial for me to have that um, and be able to, like, I had a bus stop there, you know? And I'd, I'd get dropped off from the bus at the gym, and it'd be, like, you know, 3 o'clock. I'd do my... Uh, core class i'd be in a yoga class i'd be in a uh fitness class like just like cross fitness class and i'd wrestle yeah it's like, better than going home yeah exactly right <laughs> and then i'd end up maddie would drop me off at home at like 9 30 at night when he finished up at the gym <laughs> like so like because he was the guy who would like open and close the gym so maddie would finish up and sometimes we go get ice cream and then he'd take me home and uh, he was like my big brother. Like I was running uh, the track at Derry High School with him on my back. He's like 26, and I'm like 12, and he's like 160 pounds. Sorry, no, man, I, I, I'm really watching this like right now. My head is like a movie. I'm telling you, like it could be like part but, one, yeah, part so two. Funny. And then I had I had my friends, my best friend Stony. That dude, what, he's been my rock the whole way through. Like all jokes aside, like still to this day, he needs something. I talk. Uh, like I, he calls me, I got him. I got his back. It, he, I need something. Same thing. And we wrestled together, which was so cool. Cause like my best friend and I, you know, we're wrestling together, and then we're going to hang out with the chicks. You know, like we're like, it's yeah. like great. And I'm still able to stay at his house whenever I want, cause his parents were so close to me, and they really, really did like me. And it was like, so it was cool. I had a lot of people step up for me. Yeah. That I'm very fortunate. My club coaches like taking me to Di Young Guns. I started going there. They they took me to Disney. Probably fed you like, the whole time. Yeah, right, like, just do like sleepovers, people, right? Like, like it, it is true. Like you know, like if you're willing to, like, uh, how can I say this? If you're willing to put yourself out there, like people will, like step people want to help. Opinion, people people want to help. help, and it's like I feel like a lot of people are afraid of that, and I, I want to show kids that now. Like I'm actually having like a really hard time with the fact that like my next step is probably going to be coaching in college wrestling because I love kids so much. Yeah, and, and they I, love you, man. And, and what they did, like what people have done for me, like I don't know where I'd be and I see these kids and I'm like, I want to make sure you have the same opportunity because Nino and I are so fortunate. We both have like no debt. We both have uh, graduate school degrees. We both we both have experienced the the country. Like I mean, who's been who, traveled everywhere? Who else has been to North Dakota and South Dakota? Like, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. we've been. Yeah. I mean, shoot, you just got back from California. Paris. Yeah, I just got back from Paris. Like, <laughs> so here's 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 two things that I've noticed between both of you guys' stories, and I appreciate you guys sharing both your stories because you know they're different. But the one common thing I hear is, like, there was nothing else to do but wrestle. Yeah. Here's the thing now. Well, kids nowadays, though, okay, they don't, like, if they don't have a dad and a brother that was hyper-focused on wrestling, right? Like, what if they don't, right? Yeah. What if they don't have a tragedy and tragic story like you yeah. to, to, like, run from? How do these kids get motivated? How do, how do you find, how do, how do these young kids now I've find actually, purpose? Like, yeah. how do they do it? Because you guys... Dude. Like that happened for you, uh -huh. like on purpose. That's God's plan. Like we said that, that is mm -hmm. God's plan. He said that, and I truthfully believe that. It's yeah. hard for me because 
in college, Nino and I, like, just to, like, people to understand that, like, it is God's plan. Like, we, I literally was, like, I clung to him. Like, because then I get to college and I have this guy, you know? And, like, we're both at a, we're both at a cookout first day we <laughs> get there. And, like. Did you guys both graduate high school at the same time? Or you guys one year somebody, different. One so, year different. So you're one year older? Yeah. Okay. But, so, but his mom was there and his mom's talking to Marissa. And Marissa, like, brings up the fact that I don't drink, you know? And uh, she's like, Nino doesn't drink. And I'm like, everyone says that, but, like, we'll see. <laughs> like, like, everyone says that, but we'll see. But then, like, him and I are walking to class together. And, Nino, and I'm like, yeah, we're leaving the bookstore. And I'm like, yeah. Nino, what are, what are you doing this weekend? You know? And, and uh, he's like, I'm going home. And I was like, going home? I was like, because yeah. everyone else is like, hey. Party. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like, hey, the it's, dancers oh, are it's, having guys over. You uh, guys should come. Well, <laughs> it's like a week at this point. Yes, so that's yeah. like the time, like before school, it's like everyone gets like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, we both are like, no. And then we realized like real quickly, we're like, holy crap. Like neither of us want to like do that. So it's like. Because we're like kindred spirits. So it turns <laughs> into us working out together. Like he's way bigger than me, obviously. But like, it's like. A Wednesday, we have off. Him and I are in the wrestling room pushing each other to points that, like, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't go. Like, <laughs> like I'm, like, hanging from a bar, and he's telling me to go longer because I'm in overtime in a match, you know? Like, <laughs> and he's, like, and I'm, like, looking at him, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, trying to hang, and I'm, like, but he's still saying it and pushing me through. And I'm doing the same thing to him. And, you know, next thing you know, like, the whole program has changed at Pitt, and I don't want to like claim like it was just us, but like because well, you went to Virginia for a year, you mentioned yes. that we didn't have to talk about that, but that's how you guys ended up both coming in the Pitt at the same time. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you had that big that you, know, had, like, you a, had that practice year at Virginia, yeah, right? I, I, and then you really came back home, <laughs> yeah, because that's where you should have been the whole time. Yeah, well, Pitt, <laughs> it was hard though because Pitt wasn't what it was. Like Nina knows, when I get it. it. Yeah, but it's still in your backyard, but you yeah. also probably were like, shoot, dude, my life here in Pittsburgh. Like that's I want to, awesome. I want to go try. I would no, but you, yes, but like you're like, but I can think of like. Like, oh, I just want to escape. I just want to go somewhere else. I want to like be around. I want to go try something new, right? But what right. you don't realize is like when you do that, like to some of these guys, it's like uh sometimes family is the best thing you can have, and it's mm. really the only thing you can have. Like, like that, as you said before, it's like success comes. I think you said that when he was mm. talking. Like, success is gonna come along the way, but there's this process, and like all these people have been there for me, and like I want to be there for them now, like down the line. Um, but yeah, sometimes I think you need to like step outside of your comfort zone to show them that there is more like, and that's probably, that's what I'm probably going to do next, you know, to show them like, Hey, there's more to this and you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it. Um, what's a muscle that you got to keep? Like there's a door, but we don't know what's on the other side of the door, but the, like you guys have already opened those doors so many different times in your life. It's a lot easier for you guys to go first through that door. That's yeah. one thing I've learned in my well, life. It's like, we can go, we can be the leader, right. And go through that door on the unknown to be able to change and transform because at the end of the day, like this is the story's not over. No, you know, I get, right. I get that you guys just finished your collegiate careers, Oh, yeah. but like, you know, this is just one little chapter, right? And well, one day you're going to be 40 years old yeah. sitting on the other side and, and you guys have already overcame so much adversity, right? But you've also already all like learned so yeah. much and you're at a place where now you can actually start, teaching right like yeah. and you can start giving back right and you can also take take more chances right and you can keep you know going you know blazing a trail right mm -hmm. for the kids but i want to know what do you, okay so you're thinking we're we're, th we're all we're listen i just had a baby right and we're all gonna have kids you know you guys are gonna have kids one day and our kids like we're not gonna give our we're not you know we're not gonna give our kids you know, we're not gonna make them go through the same pain yes like exactly. so how are they gonna 
Like, how are you going to, how are they going to find, because you guys turned your pain into purpose. Dude, yeah. How are they, like, if they want to be a wrestler, if they want to be like Mickey Phillippe, what are the kids out there that their dad's a doctor, their mom's a lawyer, they got like this great life, you know, like money's not a problem, there's no adversity, and they want to be like Mickey and Nino, and they want to be wrestlers at Pitt one day. Yeah. Where do they find it? How do they get that? Yeah. Well, Good. You can give your put. Your well, I, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, everyone has their own story, right? Mm-hmm. He has his unique story. I have my story. Yeah, you have a great story. But it's it's great. the process of finding like your own why. There you, you go. Know, I think it's it's it's. And yeah. I, I was gonna say before it it's hard for I think a lot of guys, and I think that's why sometimes you see guys kind of steer off a path a little bit when they're like mm. chasing their goal a little yeah. bit. Um, especially in wrestling. I mean, I can't really. They fly in the middle sometimes. They just, they right. never, they, 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 they don't go all the way off, but right. they don't ever like, it's like, they just kind of like, the, it's like almost like an indecision. Right. Well, I feel like a lot of that stems from um, the heart that might come from it. Like, mm. I feel like if you do commit way. to everything, you do commit to the sport of winning a national title or whatever it may be. If you're sacrificing everything, you put your eggs in one basket, like we've been saying. I think people sometimes have trouble doing that because they know. I mean, it, it doesn't always work out. Could be some failure. Yeah. So for you to do that and then for you to put everything into it and it's not work out, people try to avoid that hurt because it sucks. You yeah. know, so I think yeah. that's what keeps a lot of Can people. Can you teach from, that though? Well, like when you guys are working with young kids, yeah. how do you find their why, right? Like if it's not obvious, right? How do you find their why? And then if they don't necessarily have a strong enough why, how do you how do you try to get that out of them? And how do you motivate that into them? Is, that, is it possible? Yeah, I try. Like I coach a lot of kids. Um, like I'm coaching kids tonight. I'll probably be with like 20 kids tonight. Um, uh, I always try to tell them, you know, after practice, I always try to give them a little bit of something, you know, I think a little bit of motivation, but I always tell them, you know, I've had so many friends, um, who are doing great. Like my friends are actually doing very well, but I'm just saying I've had so many friends, so many, uh, acquaintances that they always are like, ah, you know, I wish I would have, you know? And that's something that like, it's like regret. Yeah. Mm. It sucks yeah. to be like, to say like, I wish I would have, you know, like mm. I wish I, you know, I could have if I just would have did this. You See know? This, right. this little Nike sign right here? Yeah. 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 Just do it. Just, just do it. And it's hard yeah. because, like, people, like he said, they're afraid of the failure or, like, they're afraid of not being cool. Like, yeah. you know how many times people thought I was crazy because I'm running on these back roads and, like, parents are driving by and they're like, whose parents let this kid do You're this? jumping up and down a quicksand yeah. at Keystone. It's like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. And it's, it's like, here's the thing. Like, you can't be afraid to be weird or different. Because if you want to be successful, the most successful people in this world, we're what all, have they done? We're they, all freaks. They're so different. Yeah, Their we're all weirdos. We're weirdos. Like they don't. That like they take themselves to. That's why people chase these like morning cooled baths and the and like heat exhaustion and like they do this because they're a little crazy. Like there's a screw mm -hmm. loose up there, you know. But it's and a good like, crazy. Yeah, and I try mm -hmm. to tell these kids, I'm like, see these successful people, and what's the one thing they have in common? You know, it's like they were willing to be different. Like and they, commit. Yeah, and commit to it and, and, and live it, right? Mm. Like, it's not just... Just not knowing it. It's it. not like... A lot of people say it. That's the thing. Yeah, they it, know it. They know they they know, they know how to repeat it back well, out. It's, it's frustrating because there's a lot of fake. You know? Oh, yeah. We, like, especially in the sports world, like, we see this. Um, I'm not calling anyone out in particularly, but, like, when we first got to pit, like, there was a lot of dudes who, like, they faked that they were doing the right things, you know? And, like... They weren't. Well, well that shows you know? eventually, it's easy, though, right? Yeah. It's easy to, like, either fake, like, work hard or fake being, like, 
wanting to do it for the two hour you're in a practice or for that matter. I see, I mean, I don't know if you, but I see a lot of guys who sometimes see what I'm doing and it like, it inspires them a little bit and they're like, Oh, I'm going to get on that. And it lasts like two weeks. Then yeah. It's like, it's like a fad. Like it's back. like a fad, right? It's just like, they're not, it's just not, it's not ingrained in them. They, not it's not burning. It's like not, it's well, a, there's a burning pit inside have, you like, somewhere. Well, right? I think you're that, not going to st- take, you're not going to do that if it's not like you're driving, you know, factor. And that was something like my dad, used to tell me and my brother, like, oh, yeah. they would say, like, you know, I don't, I want you to go through life and you have no regrets about, you know, you don't want to go through your college career and, and be like, oh, I wish I would have, go. I wish in. I would have worked a little hard. I, you never want to have that feeling because it's, that's something that will bother you. I feel like a, something that people do is like, <laughs> they like kind of, how he said, well, they're afraid to commit, but also it's like, you can never be satisfied, but also, being in that like so my relationship with my faith is something that like similar to Nino like I take very seriously Mm -hmm. and I am very like that has brought me to the point with like in life I am uh, I'm a happy guy you know yeah and I feel like uh I'm in a happy place but there's a difference between that and then becoming like complacent and I think so many people become complacent like okay you get d1 okay now I'm d1 like yeah. Awesome. Like, I'm just, dude, I can hang out with all the good yeah. girls. You're going to be like, dude, you're D1. <laughs> it's like, that's what they, like, think. And when you're well, 40, then that matters. I, yeah, and that's, My, like, uh, that's the thing they don't realize, right? And it's like, and, and even if you win a national title, right. Keith would tell us right. this. Like, Keith's like, when you win nationals, he's like, you're not going to be like, hey, I did it. Like, so that's it. Like, would, now you're going to chase the next thing. He would tell me that, like, before I, like, made the finals the first time, he was like, you know, wrestling. It's like, just in life, he's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're going to do it. And you're going to be like, oh, I want more. But at the time, I didn't do it yet. So I'm like, well, I think I'll be okay if I get that. I'll, I'll, I'll be pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, but- then you do it and you're like, I do want to win. You know, it's like there is always something that you like striving for. But that was something that I also like talk about my faith that I kind of learned and it kind of keeps me at peace. And like something that guys could maybe pick up like you're only going to feel satisfied with like God's love. Right. So like. Everything in like is materialistic. Like, you want a job, or you get this certain amount of money, you want more money. You want a national title, you want to win two, three. You know, there's always going to be something, but like, God's love is infinite, right? Mm-hmm. And it says in the and then there's like, quote, but if you put all your faith into Him, you'll never feel empty, like, empty, because yeah. He has infinite. So you're, mm-hmm. you'll always feel infinite. And I think that's something that people can feel like when they're trained. They're like, yeah, train like. They're just heads not like in on the right thing. Like they're worried about like I have to get through this practice. I'll be fine. Oh, I gotta do. It. Well, if we're, like, always chasing, always if we're always chasing, if we're always chasing the next thing, right. Or you'll like the next object, it. right? Like you'll you know, never feel yeah, satisfied. Yeah, like it's like a yeah. mountain, right? You get to the top of the mountain, and it's like oh, but if you actually, there's really, it's not really a mountain. Yeah. Like you should, but there you, is, you, a, yeah. You start to create your own next mountain, right? And you start to climb back yeah. up that, look over that. They'll never so be I, anything except I the only thing is. I was gonna say I don't know if this is like off topic, but uh. So you met this guy before Meech. The yeah. you met Meech. So Meech is actually someone who, like, for me in college, like, I looked at and he was like very open about his faith, and I was like, "That's really cool." But like, almost I was like nervous about it, you know? Yeah. Um, what are people gonna say yeah, about you know me? I mean? if, I start, so, like, if I start going around talking about God, and Jesus exactly. all the time, like, some well, of the jocks aren't gonna like, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. he'd always say like, he's like, you know, 
Um, like he started wrestling way later than us, so like he's very ignorant to like some of the, like the like you know this kid's really good or like uh, like some of the, even the, the moves and stuff. Like so he would always just be like, you know, I just wrestle for the glory of God and the light of God. Like he's like, I, I do everything I do to be in the light of God, and like that for me, I will say, just like starting to live a life that way mm. has, in my opinion, just like made everything else in my life so much better so much better so i'm much so better. glad that you get to experience that at like how old are you 26 yeah man yeah. i just started feeling like that and like over the last couple of years it was really after i met your sister i'm not yeah. kidding you i don't know something about like and i've always had jesus in my heart since the age of seven but then like the world will beat you up right and sometimes you can get away from that but it's like learning to be okay with yourself, right? Learning who your true self is. Yeah. This is what I've learned. Learning who your true self is, taking your pain, turning it into purpose, and then making an impact versus like income. Because like when you can make an impact, like that's infinite. Like there's no like there's no there's no end. Mm -hmm. There's no end to making an impact. Whether it's the kids that, you, that you're trying to teach, whether it's people at your workplace, whether it's your family, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's ten years from now and your, your career. Like if you always look at things like, hey, I'm making an impact. I'm serving, right? Like yeah. I'm serving. I'm making an impact. There's no there's no finish line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, but you can always feel good every day. It's kind of like going to practice every day. Yeah. It's like that's where you can get your fuel from. It does, right. Yeah, cool. Getting the trophies, nice, right? I'm sure, right. man. I feel good, right? Like right. it was a rush, but it's a rush for like a little bit. Yeah. And as every day that can pass that, then putting yeah. you know the trophy on you, it starts to yeah. comes down a little bit. Yeah. Comes down. Now we talk about a little. You get a little. You get a little yeah. dopamine hit. <laughs> but it's yeah. not. But like when you go to do whatever you're gonna do after this podcast, or when you wake up in the morning, or when you start your new career, like it's gonna be those inputs, mm -hmm. right? And those inputs to me. And again, you guys are talking about it. And you guys are talking about it in your twenties, which I love. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like that's where that's where the fuel comes. It's like, but everybody's waiting for like the goal, or the expectation. Mm -hmm. And when they get there, they're severely, like, usually disappointed because at the end, it's like, yeah. this is all there is? Yeah. Like, I mean, we've all achieved stuff. Yeah. Every single person's achieved something. Yeah. And then they realize that, that still doesn't fulfill them. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's, I also think, I mean, you said, how do you make these kids? Uh, like, th that was, like, the, the how this started. Like, how do you pass Yeah, because I really want to like, know, like, how, because like, there's like, a bunch of kids. Like, my Sammy, for instance. Yeah, you, like, he's in all these sports. He's not going to go through the same pain I did. I don't even know how to almost inflict pain. I'm yeah. trying to figure out, like, how do you get him... Like, rah! Like, he's just, like, he's such a sweet, nice kid. Yeah. Like I feel like you have to make the kid also realize, which it's hard to do, that, like, I, I don't want, I, I don't know how to say this. So you have to make them realize that, like, there is so much more to this, you know? Like, uh, you have to find a way to make them realize that. Like, for instance, uh, my nephew, Mason, you know, yeah. I talk about this all the time. Like, he's a beast. Like, he is a beast. He does. Yeah. Everything he does. And, and, uh. I'm super proud it's of like him. It's like he's got a chip on our right? shoulder. Yeah, I'm super proud of him. But uh, it's like he's playing football, and like he's good at that, too. He's yeah. a beast. He goes out there. He could be starting quarterback as a freshman. But sometimes He's better than you at flag football. I'm telling you, when we play football, <laughs> when we play football at the turkey ball, we always put you it's two on happening. each other. We always not put happening. you two on each other. Not happening. I don't know, man. Not I take I take Mason. I won't, I won't, Mason, I won't. if you're watching, <laughs> you're on my team this Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, won't, I won't let him ever get credit for beating me at anything. Can we get Nino to come <laughs> to that turkey ball? Come on, man. Lock down Mason, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, he uh, he's really good at everything. And like, it is hard to see, though, Like for... Some people, like, I don't mean to put other people down, but, like, some people are, like, so excited about the fact that he could be the quarterback as a freshman that they don't realize that, like, 
<laughs> like, it's like, that is the goal almost. It's like, wow, like, he's going to do that. Like, that's so good. Like, but it's like, how many people do you know that, like, that's, like, the biggest thing to them? Yeah. Right? And then, like, what do they do with their life? Well, it's usually like, it's other like, people, too, that are putting that on Yes, exactly. Right? And they're yeah. not, I don't think people They don't do it on it. purpose. And no, he, they're he excited. Has good, he has a good head on his shoulder. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And he's all about everything. Like, the kid goes to baseball, he's hitting home runs. He goes to football, he's, he's scoring touchdowns. He's wrestling. He wins the state. Tell me about what he's doing in practice, though, because those are just outcomes. Like, what's the kid Uh, doing to get to those outcomes? He has this mindset. I'll tell you, like him in particular, and a lot of kids have it in the room where, like, I I, like he does it. Like, for instance, we went on a run over the weekend. I had kids with me, and I know he didn't want to go on this run, and he was like so ready to just be like, you know, like in the back, like, yeah, screw this. You know what I mean? Mm He was with me the entire time in the front, and after the run, he's like, I don't even know why I was like with you, but it's like. They're not okay with not giving their all. Well, here's the like, other they're thing. Not okay you got to tell like, them that kids are watching him. Yeah. He's a leader. So exactly. kids are going to be watching him. And if exactly. he starts to slack off, that means they're going to be able to slack and off, there's right? A, yeah. There's a lot of kids. Like, the, the the kids I work with on a daily basis, like, they're awesome, man. Like, they, I don't know what their parents, like, how their parents treat them at home, like, what they do. But these kids, they really do. Like, I, I've seen kids who don't, like, they don't have it in them. They have discipline and accountability yeah, have already discipline. built in. Yeah, like, if where, I, you, where you may have had to, like, kind of figure it out. A little bit, out. exactly. And but they, now that you figured it out, now you have other kids. If you're the second generation, like your kids are gonna have discipline, you, probably built in from the beginning, yeah. a little bit, and yeah. then like. Well, I remember going to Pipple and uh, Jimmy Goldbaum would shake the coach's hand after every practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that instilled in us, we still to this day, I mean, well, now we're going to end up coaches, but, like, we shake the coach's hand before you walk out of the room. Yeah. Like, it's like the little things. Yeah. It's these little tiny things that, like, they make such a difference. Like, it just shows the character of you and, like, the it takes you further than like it i don't i it, it is hard to explain and it's hard to like just like say one thing cuz every kid is different yeah. every person is different every, and some kids might need less like i just to be 100% honest like there's kids that i know that like they need less or if they do too much they don't do that well right. and then there's kids that like they want to run through that wall and run through it again and again yeah. and again and again. So it's it's not easy. Like it's hard to just like I couldn't like coaching is listen. Coaching I is just not coaching. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's like the group coaching, but then the one on one's really important. So yeah. here's what I want to do. I want to talk about. What do you guys think the future holds for you guys? Because, like, I know, you know, you guys are still young. Shoot, I don't even know what the future holds for me, but I'd like to talk about, like, what you visualized 10 years from now. So, like, think about 10 years from now. Think about when you're four. Let's just take, like, think about when you're 40 even. Yeah. Like, what kind of life do you want to be living? Where, like, what, what kind of work do you want to be doing? What kind of impact do you want to be making? I, I want to hear from that. Let's go with you first. Okay, I'll go first. Uh I definitely want to impact people. Like I want to use what I've done to be able to show, like how I've said with kids, and show them, like, hey, you can do more. And uh, so, short term, uh, I'm going to coach, and that's yeah. Where episode. are you going? Tell uh, everybody where yeah, you're going. I'm heading to Brown, uh, up Ivy League school, great school. Um, really can't do much better education wise, <laughs> but uh, also they're putting a huge emphasis on athletics right now, and it's an awesome place to be. I was just up there literally two days ago. From the the donors I met to the coaches to the athletic administration that I met, I just think they really are trying to do something there, um, and I, I see big things coming. How so. long? Like, do I don't know anything about wrestling sports, and like, do, do you sign a contract? Are you there for one year, three years? Like, can you be there just yeah, as a year uh, to year based like on a year to year thing? Gotcha. Um, so I was gonna say, if you're a kid right now and you want to go to Brown, 
That's your guy. You. I got you. Yeah. Um, so that's short term, but like in this time period, I mean, I already own one house and I'm renting it out when I move up there. I want to, I do want to accumulate properties and okay. that's something I would love to do um, because I look at like, I, I, I like am a big, uh, like watching podcasts and like, like what we're doing right. Oh, sorry. Like watching what we're doing right now and like motivational, like just people. And I see that like a lot of the most, you know, wealthy people, they own property. So I do want to do that. And then I want to be able to like kind of teach my kid that, you know, and like, I don't know a lot. Like I'm here picking guys brains. Yesterday I was on the phone with a guy who's a, in real estate that owns like a thousand properties. And I'm just like, well, he manages a thousand owns like a hundred or something. Like that. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm just picking it. So you're a sponge. Yeah. I'm over here being a sponge, taking it in so that in 10 years from now, I can be at a place financially that I can set my kids up, right? I mean, how about I, I this? Let's trade. How about you now. teach my kids how discipline yeah. and consistency, and I'll and I'll keep getting all the business knowledge as much as I can. I'll Let's keep go. trying to like, keep you know, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep trading. Keep that way, it, our kids, you know, <laughs> when they, they'll grow up together. Because exactly. I mean, listen, all the kids, man, your all your nieces, your nephews, like everyone in Lake Trobe and Derry, and even here in Pittsburgh, like they're all watching you. You yeah. know that, right? Like I, you're like you're a big deal, Mickey. Philippi. I, I hear your name. I'm in the stand sometimes, and they don't even have any idea who I am. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. When I was at Mason's, that's Mickey Philippi's nephew. Like, you're like, it's like they talk about you like you're a folklore. I, I it's like mean, mostly they talk about you like you're dead or something. Like, yeah, that's that Mickey Philippi. Remember him? Like, I'm like, holy cow, man. Like, that's, that's like huge, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I try. I try to just be a good person, you know, and. Uh, the other thing that's big, like I said, he said the faith thing, and if we're going to get on it and we're going to be open about it, like that's something I tr continually want to grow. That's and awesome. So if I can keep growing that, I see everything else working out in my favor. Um, but I really don't know. Like I, I couldn't tell you where I'll be as no, that's geographically. Okay. Yeah, no, listen, that's okay. I always thought I'd live here, like, and I never thought I'd leave. Um, and right now I am going to take a step to move. And yeah, it's how's Marissa step. feel about that? She's nervous, but she's excited. She's super. Marissa's supportive. always nervous. Yeah, she's she's anxious about everything. Yeah, today, yeah, yeah, yeah. today she's anxious about going to prom pictures for Micah. It's like, dude, you just yeah. show up and take a picture. Like we're good. Yeah. Um, but she's always anxious. Nino knows. Nino's very close with Marissa <laughs> too. Actually, we've like it was like us in a a, a love triangle throughout college. <laughs> no joke. It's me, Nino, and Marissa going on dates all the time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So I want my faith to grow, and then um, you know, I want to give back, and then hopefully. I see my nephews and nieces going to school, and it's not I, the thing that I think people get confused. Can you with. give me a discount if you're still in college? Like, will, <laughs> yeah. I, will I be able to get like will Evie will, will, will Evie be able to like get a family discount on college? Hey, I, I don't know. I know uh, your your kids do like your yeah. own kids. Yeah, your but, own kids. But, but maybe, it's you know. like I want it, like it's not only in wrestling. I think that's the thing that people get wrong. Like it's like. It may not have been wrestling. Like, yeah, I don't know what it'll be. Else. I just want you to. Could have like, been hoops. You could have done it in hoops. Exactly. Well, I want. Nah, the, you're too short for hoops. <laughs> I, I want these guys to be able to just be like, I can do whatever I want to do. Like there you go. it's that simple. That's and at the I end try, of the day, that's how it, I try it really to inspire is. people, man. Yeah. You can like. I, I mean, I never thought I would have ever been a business owner. I didn't. Like, I didn't even know what that looked like. You know, when I, when I was a kid. <laughs> All right, what about you, buddy? Yeah. Um, well, similar. What's the future hold yeah. for, for Nina? Short it's term tough or long to tell, term? You know, I would like to get into coaching as well. Um, I'd like to compete a little bit too, I think. Um, 
What do you, what's that? How do you compete after college? So like, can you go to like can, the Olympics yeah, or something? Yeah, like you strive like, to like make the Olympics or, or is there like still, is there still club stuff? things that you can do? Or like there's yeah. like you you could wrestle for like like Pittsburgh Wrestling Club or but you can like train there. But like yeah. the only thing you're now trying to do is your next goal is like to win the Olympics, so that you have to make the Olympic team and. Ah, uh, make the world like try to get this guy on Team Italy yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Team what? <laughs> no, okay, I'm making a joke. Well, wow, like you, you could What's obviously. The, I wrestle for Team USA, but there's guys who it's very it's it's obviously it's difficult to make the Team USA World Team or Olympic Team, but there is guys in the United States. Well, you just States. won the national championship, right. so you at least have to be one of the best at 197 yeah, right now. Right, so, right, yeah. I mean, I'm, sure, like, I'm to... sure the Olympics are the same type of weight things, it's same, right? It's, it's but the problem is for, yeah. they probably have a five or ten year stretch of guys that can all whistle in that weight class. Yeah, exactly. So now you have like ten <laughs> right. national yeah, champions. It's definitely a step up. It's not, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more it's, of the elite, right? But, but some guys those... probably fall off because they don't want to wrestle the rest of their life, right? right? Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. Like, but it's it's one of those things where it's again, you know. Is there money in the wrestling? I mean, can like these there, Olympic, there, can they make money? Like, not is, like It's not like football and basketball though, right? Yeah, there is now because. I don't know. It depends. It used to be wrestling like back like when our coach was in, you know, Trying to make the teams as well, it wasn't very like you know, and even now it, it's not something. But you, you can make are you gonna have to pay your own way? Like if you go to the Olympics, or will well, you get sponsors? So you can get sponsors, but then if you make certain teams, like the national, like top three, yeah, like you people, can get paid a little yeah, bit. I mean, it's nothing it like to where you'll get like yeah, you'll oh, unless you, you could be set like, unless forever. you end up like Jordan Burroughs or something. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like our top <laughs> our top guys make like. Tons of money. How many years, like, like if you go down this path of like trying to chase like an Olympic gold, like how long could that last? Like, how I mean, like I, I mean, bros. it's as long as you yeah. really. I know, want. but like, what's the, who's the, like the oldest guy so, in wrestling that likes one? Like, I was just a saying, Jordan Burroughs has won multiple. Like, he's yeah. the goat. He, he's right like now. thirty. Six. Oh, so that, like you can just kill yeah, that whole oh, yeah. like I yeah. don't know, so man. Can, no, I have no. no idea. Like, well, like I know Michael Phelps was in the water, like in his probably early thirties. Yeah. But like, I know that there's a ceiling for some guys. You know, it's yeah. Like, I don't so know, every sport's different. Yeah, it's as long as you make it, really, and it's it's one of those things where it's like got that old man. You're, you're almost back to like freshman year of college. Like your goal is to be, you know, you want to make the championship and kind of work toward that. But it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, that's ingrained in me to strive for that next mm -hmm. best thing. So, um, but that's, so I'd like to obviously do that. Um, could you do that you, while you coach or you can, so, um, you could kind of do a little bit of both, obviously. Um, cause like if you were, I mean, do you have any job well, offers or you could, you, yeah, yeah. I'm still kind of in the process. You haven't like, like decided. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm ideally I'd like to stay a pit. We can't know? like release anything new, fresh alpha on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah. No, but it's just like, it's one of those things where, um, I was told by just some, some, coaches and just like if you're gonna be i don't know it, it I, again it changes of obviously who you are and, and what your role is but i think you know if you're gonna commit to like an assistant role you're gonna be like a head assistant coach or head coach you your time is pretty occupied running your team right? yeah, yeah yeah so and, and obviously wrestling at that level requires a certain amount of like time to yourself you have to work out you got to do your own you know you almost don't have time for your <clears throat> to do all the stuff behind the scenes, right? Right, yeah. So the marketing side of things, right? Just yourself like recruiting, out there, like, going yeah, on trips, like yeah, you yeah. might, you know, 
but it's there's like, just a difference. Wrestling is very selfish. Every sport's very selfish. And, like, I think we, that's what you're trying to say. It's, like, if you want to chase that, it's almost, like, it's hard to be, like, a full-time. So yeah. you almost have to be, like, the fifth assistant on the be, pit team. Yeah. Kind of be the face, it, it, help with recruiting a little right. bit, but still exactly. pursue your gold medal yeah, dreams right. at the same so time. Hard, exactly. It's hard right? to be a full-time yeah. coach. Yeah, 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 because you can't it, give it to the kids as much, right? At this but level, like, you, you can't. But the but people want to be Nino, and people want to come to pit because of Nino. I guarantee that. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously. Same thing, like, there's kids that you're going to be able to recruit, like. Yeah, they're gonna come to, to come to Brown because of you. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, I'll be in a role where you know I'm still helping with the team and everything, but I also have some freedom to where I can also train and and what's nice too is I mean my training. I mean I'm wrestling, so in a way it's like yeah, yeah. I'm still helping the yeah, team. Yeah, you're still in the sport. You know, I mean there's, these guys got me to where I am today. So um, so that's a, obviously it's however long. I mean I'd like to kind of stay in this role where I can I'm helping the team, but I'm also kind of, kind of pursuing some like international aspirations you still gonna stay in bethel uh i'm living here now yeah yeah but i mean again coaching is one of those things where um you know sometimes if you want to advance your career you have to kind of move around a little bit you know you have to i mean there's only so many bethel's gonna be sad whenever you move you know that you're a legend here buddy (laughs) yeah i mean it's only so many role like Spots available. So Providence I mean, is a really nice. Place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. But so, what about us? Yeah. Let's take outside of wrestling. Does anybody yeah. have any goals or any dreams of like you know? Oh, I wonder what it'd be like to like have this type of career. Yeah, so let's so, dream a little bit for a second. Yeah. Like if you wrestling's off the table, yeah, you don't even know how to wrestle anymore. Okay, <laughs> yeah. What would you want to be? Well, yeah, I I get a lot of and I and I talk a little bit about like you know sales like some form of like oh sales, farm, oh, sales or, is the best med sales like there's a lot of that sales is the best and I think you know I got um, all kinds of sales books around I'm here. sure yeah Gary V probably knows I got that. seller be sold right here yeah here's a book I'll give you there you go okay, okay cool there you go I got <laughs> yeah. some sales books over there Cardone, yeah but it's like it's one of those things where um if you pursue it and I mean wrestling is like re- I feel like wrestling and sales are very it's influence. Similar. You got well, in discipline I mean, and influence. If, I mean, you're, it's competitive. You're hu- trying to hustle, and that that's all I know. But you're trying to help people. Like, but with yeah. coaching is like helping people. So helping right. people's like sales. Like you're right. trying to help somebody right. make a smart decision, so, right? Like, there's yeah. so many things that I take away from my career in sales. And then on the leadership now. Yeah. And I'm not really selling. Like I'm not selling roof jobs anymore. Yeah. But I'm selling. Maybe your friends to come work here, right? Right, right. I'm maybe selling a vendor on why they should like you know lower their price to help my company, right? I'm selling, I'm selling dreams, right? Yeah, right? And, and yeah. I feel like it's like as an athlete, like you're always chasing, right? Like we're always chasing something. So like with something, like cause I also agree, sells, you know. And it's like if if I'm I, if uh, I don't know, like what's the quota or whatever? It's like I'm gonna chase whatever the best guy is doing, like. It's not okay. Like in athletics, if you are serious about it, like you're not okay with being mediocre. Like you're not okay with just like meeting it. Like you're exceeding it. Can you guys send some friends over here, man? We got we always got sales <laughs> positions open. Well, that's, that's cool, man. Well, I can't wait to follow you guys' career. People want to uh, find out more about you. What's the best place on social media to follow you? Are you on Instagram? Instagram yeah, yeah. I'm Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. All right, we'll put all. Yeah, we'll put all. Underscore Philip. Yeah, we'll put that. We'll put we'll put it in the show notes. But here's at the end of every. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you guys wish I would ask you, or anything else that you want to say before we wrap this show up? Uh, I, I don't know. Think. Do you have anything? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. All right. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. seriously, really cool. Fun. We gotta do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I love that having the plot just to like share stories. You know, yeah. sometimes it's like 
I don't know. Well, it's fresh in people's heads about like when we're in 15 years, they might. <laughs> I don't know. They're not going to freak out. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's just like, like it's leave, nice leave, leave, leave like a mark right now. Boom. Okay. See what happens in five to 10 years. Right. Helps everybody hold accountable, right? Like, you know, when you put it out there more, right? Like it just. It just exactly. keeps snowballing, yeah, right? right? So here's one thing that I do at the end of every show. So I ask every guest five questions, and I'm going to do it to you guys together, so we'll just do one at a time. But there's nobody else on planet Earth. You're going to be on your own little island by yourself, okay? You can take one book with you. What book do you take with you? Is this the first question? Yeah, that's the first question. Okay. I'm going to take the Bible. What about you? I was actually going to say okay, that. Okay. You, you stole that. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, Hold on. I'm going to rotate. I'm going to rotate. But what book would you take? It's okay if it's the well, same answer. I, but if you have another book, pick another book. That's fine. No, I feel like, okay, there, my reason for that, though, is because there's actual stories in it, too. Sure. Plus life lessons. Yeah, 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 yeah like, absolutely. I, I feel like that's the most common like, answer well, on my podcast. You know, yeah. We're like 70 some episodes in. I don't even know what episodes. Yeah. So don't. If it's not right, don't. I don't worry about it. The Bible is probably answered by like 25% of the guests. Yeah, yeah. What's another book that you like, though? That you would take, that I would take with it. Yeah, like if you could only take one other book with you, what book would it be? You probably only uh, been reading school books. Yeah, yeah. 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 When you get not? to my age, you start reading other books. I know. Right? We just started though. Like you read that you book. Want me to, you yeah, want me? yeah. Go ahead. You read that book over the summer. I just read a book. I give more about marriage. So, so I, well, yeah, I like this book called. Um, it's by Stephen King, The Long Walk. Oh wow, uh, that's a little that, dark. I think it's, it's cool because it's yeah. like. It's a matter of like, it's kind of like will. It's like a bait. Ah, cool. will. I don't know. All right, so here's the next question. This will be a little bit better one. I'll let you go first, okay? That way he can't copy you. Well, if he does copy you, he copies you. What movie are you taking with you? One movie. Oh, that's a really good question. Because my favorite movie of all time, which is, is like, I'm not going to pick this one, is Lion King. And it's only because it's, I, it's very nostalgic. Very nostalgic. Yeah. You know, me, um, you know me and Evie watched Lion King with Sam? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, that, that movie's so good. But, uh... If I could take one movie with me. There's one right answer to this. Oh, okay. gosh. You already have it. Yeah. I don't even know. I need something to. What movie perfect. can you watch over and over again that you would always like feel like it would be like, you know, entertain you? Oh, gosh. What's wrong with Lion King? I guess. Lion All right, King. Lion King. Yeah. No, Lion King. Go ahead. What's your movie? Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, that's I a good one. All right, so yeah, and we'll let you go first in this next one. Okay. You, you got to eat, right? So you can put one restaurant on your island. You guys travel all over the country. You also live in Pittsburgh. It can be something yeah, that only you know about or something famous. What restaurant are you putting on your island? He thinks he knows what I'm going to pick. I know which mine. But mine I'm going to change it. Now, this is for you personally. Yeah. You just say whatever's He's not on gonna your heart. I'm not going to say mine, so I'm just going to say it. Pusades Garden. He hates Thai food, so he won't say Where's it. Where's that at? It's in uh, Lawrence. Uh, oh, is that that place in Lawrenceville that's got all the weird stuff yeah. on it? Like, oh. like I, It was good. Phenomenal. It's just, it's got, man, I can barely read the menu, though. Oh, it's so good. Like, yeah, I, I, go I went there. there once. Did I go there with you, or yeah, did Brittany I, must have took I me there? I think Brittany took you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has... Oh, that place is so good. All right. That's my go See, I like Nikki's Thai Kitchen. I mean, I'm good enough with the food. All right. What restaurant are you putting I'm probably going to go Pico La Forno, I'd say. All right. Italian restaurant. Where's that Italian. Is that like Shadyside? No, that's also like Lawrenceville. It's like on the far. It's on the closest. You guys are yuppies. Yeah. What happened to you guys? Hanging out in pit too much. I know. All right. So that was that. Okay. You're allowed to go anywhere in the world, okay, for one week. Could be somebody you somewhere you've been that you really love, or somewhere you really wanted to go. One week, where are you gonna go? Who's up first? I'd like. Okay, you can go. I actually answered the last one first. That's such a weird one. Go ahead, really? just say it. I'm just gonna go off the wall just to be different. Uh, I'd probably go to 
Well, not now, but I would. Uh, Dagestan, Russia. <laughs> Dagestan, Russia. Okay, yeah. where's that at? Is so that's, according that's, to that's, like that's like the wrestling. That's in like, like the heart of Russia, which now it's like, I don't even. Is that like close to Moscow? It's like, yeah, but you. it's on the way. How do you even know about this place? Because, well, it, it's like that's a hotbed for like yeah. wrestling. Oh, those big meathead, like, you know, yeah, those like big all the, bullies. Yeah, like yeah. all the great wrestlers from Russia. World, so why do you, wanna, and you want to just go? There, I want to go gotta, and train and see like, and like just the training. Of just the train. Just, just so you know, there's, like, there's not going to be anybody around. So yeah, that's you're, cool. like, it's just yeah, an empty wrestling. I think it'd be cool to like train on the mountains. All right, cool. So you would just go there and work out. Yeah. All right, cool. Where are you going to go? I'm trying to go to like the, what's that coast in Italy? The, uh, the Amalfi Coast? Yeah, that's what I'm about. I'm trying right. to do something like that. All right. <laughs> Give me right. a, like, so like, like Greece. Coast. Let's go to, like, <laughs> All right, so here's going to be... The, this is always the toughest question. Okay. You get 24 hours. You can summon one person to spend 24 hours with. Past, present, can be somebody you know, could be a famous person, could be somebody you've always wanted to meet. You can pick their brain. You only have 24 hours to spend with them. Oh, Who's man. it going to be? I'll just go. That's easy. That's my, to yeah. me, my dad. Yeah. But just because, like, I would like to go back to, like, I feel like that's such an easy answer, but it's like. For you, it might I, be, it's yeah. It's been so many yeah. years, and it's like so much time has passed. Yeah, and, like, you just want to, like, tell him all the things you've been doing, yeah, ask and I, him even more questions. And I just want to be like, dude, like, how you said to your dad, like, we did it. Like, I want to be like, dude, we did it. And, like, yeah. just, like, talk it out. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just. Just so you know, your dad knows that you did it. Yeah, I, I, I know he knows. I know he's here. He's watching me right now. Yeah. But I just, like, I don't know. I would love cool, to just man. sit down and just have this conversation. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'd probably pick my uh, my grandpa, Pap, uh, John. Okay. Percy, Pappy Jack. Why? Uh, well, he was one of my, um, he was almost like our godfather. Is he still alive? Family. No. Okay. Passed, yeah. They're he, extremely Italian. He was almost like our, our godfather. <laughs> I think you can tell. Yeah. He, ha- he was like one of the, he was like our rock like in our family. So like, <clears throat> um, he got, he passed before when I was heading into co- like a little before I headed into college and, um, you know, he was one of those who, who was like giving us workouts and like, you know, he was just, he was very special. So to kind of. Go back and pick his brain because he's obvi- he's very uh, he has some great stories, but to also tell him like you know make you say like we did it like it was kind of you know worth it the bond of course he's got a champ and I don't know I think that'd be cool and of course like you guys he knows but just a that's awesome person. the yeah. bond is here. well listen I I really appreciate guys both sharing some stories today it was really great especially get to know you a little bit better yeah. get to hear some stuff about you that I actually never even you know so some of that's some of those things I never got to hear and for everyone listening because I know a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast because these guys have big audiences uh, like follow subscribe and if you want to hear more stories again. I'm not had one wrestling podcast. So if you're a diehard wrestler, don't listen to this podcast for wrestling, but listen for stories of overcoming adversity, transforming your life, uh, journeys through life that I think everybody can take a part of. Everybody can learn a little bit from everybody and uh, appreciate you guys being here and uh, tune in for another episode of the big fish cares podcast drops every Friday. Thank you. So <laughs> thanks much. for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the big fish cares podcast.